Ali. Welcome back to Sonder and Salt, the weekly podcast about the magic of eating. This week we have new listeners joining us from Finland. Hey. 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 H E I. Hey. Around the world of Mike and Mal. <laughs> if you are a new listener or a returning listener and you are enjoying the podcast, please remember to rate and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really, really does help the podcast. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. What have you been up to this week? Well, we've we been actually. I was in Amsterdam. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I went to Amsterdam with some of my friends. I had a really, really nice time, you know, <laughs> as you do in Amsterdam. Um, and I checked out a couple of food spots. Mm-hmm. One of them you recommended. Oh, that was a rough ride. Yeah, in the um, previous dessert person. Winkle Forty Three. Yes, and it was fantastic. I was terrified. <laughs> That apple pie was fantastic. It's almost like a, a crumble pastry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then like the chunks of the apple, but the, the way they do it is almost like a batter yeah. into the apple itself. Exactly. I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw it, I thought this looks a bit dry. Really? I was worried. No. Yeah. When I saw it on the plate, I was a little bit worried. It's like cake in a pie. Yeah. Kind of. Not not quite. It's like an apple crumble cake pie thing. Like it was it's just, the best. It was really nice. Right amount of cinnamon. I really enjoyed like the, the crumble pastry thing. I'm so fun. I wish I could have had it with like custard. I think with custard, it yeah, because it would hold up really well against the custard. Right. And then like with the edge is a bit thick mm-hmm. that would be yeah but i really enjoyed that but you so you had it with like a whipped cream right yeah yeah that's traditional yeah that's how i wanted to eat in because i wanted it like super warm because mm. they serve it warm yeah right? yeah, yeah but the queue was insane and i had been <laughs> well <laughs> otherwise <laughs> yeah and i was walking up and down and it was freezing cold and yeah, i just couldn't yeah. i didn't want to sit outside so we took it away but it retained the heat by the time we got back to the hotel when you get it it's not like it's hot it's that because they freshly bake it it's yeah. almost like they bake it and then they cool to a warm mm-hmm. temperature rather than like Heat yeah, it wasn't up. like microwaves. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. They just bake it fresh every day. Yeah, but. Fantastic. I really love that. I also went to a Greenwoods. Never heard of it. According to their website, they were the first brunch breakfast restaurant ever. In Amsterdam. Oh. Yeah, they opened in like they've been open since like 1980 something. Wow. Or but like the first brunch breakfast yeah, breakfast restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they close at four o'clock. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and I had like this truffle eggs Benedict. So it was a couple of poached eggs served on like roast beef. Mm. Um on muffin of course and yeah. then it had like this like truffle um hollandaise sauce with mushrooms it was okay. really really good and then my friends had like full english style breakfast yeah they have this french toast i was gonna say i'm pretty french sure toast banging it was it served with like a uh, i think it's like a white chocolate whipped cream thing and mm. some uh, butterscotch sauce Amsterdam is actually a vibe no it is it's a really nice it's a really really, really nice, nice city place, yeah. that was good and then we also went to staring at jacob um, and at Stereo at Jacob, the food was good, but I was <laughs> I was forced to do alfresco dining, and it was oh. the worst thing. It was cold. There were pigeons outside. <laughs> it was too much. Like it was too. Wait, much. Wait, so is, is that like a COVID thing or no? They were busy. Oh we right. Didn't put, oh, okay, this trip yeah, was yeah. very much vibes. Like we yeah. didn't really organize anything. Yeah, um, yeah. So when I was doing my Googles, I was like, oh, let's go to Stereo at Jacob. Apparently, it's popular. I think mm. it's probably popular on TikTok, but I don't really check TikTok. Oh, that would be why. Yeah. That's why you couldn't get a table. <laughs> it was busy. And so we were outside. Otherwise, we'd have had to go somewhere else. Yeah. But they had, like, this uh, banana bread French toast. Mm. That was really nice. That I'm not going like to lie. me. Yeah. And then I had, like, a pancake, American-style breakfast. So it had, like, pancakes, bacon, sausages. I'll be honest. For somebody yeah. that doesn't really eat pork, the bacon in Amsterdam <laughs> <laughs> 
banging. I don't know what at Greenwoods at Stone at Jacob. I'm trying to remember. I do. There's definitely like a difference between well, bacon around the world. But yeah. Like you know when you go to America and if you don't get like rashes, your bacon is like thick. Yeah. I feel like that's what I've experienced in Europe, where the bacon is. Very oh, it's like the big thick, thick pieces. Yeah. yeah. No, this was just really good. It was ah oh, the flavor, everything. It was nice. Really. Like, the quality of the food in both places. I really. But you were on the it. pavement, so it. The, the pigeons, we were fighting with the pigeons. I said no. And I had tweeted probably like yeah, two weeks it. prior. Oh, I was going down in. There's not a bit of me. Why is there like cars driving over my food? And then there I was forced to do alfresco dining. Yep, no, no, thank you. But I did enjoy dining. Amsterdam winter. It was freezing. My fingertips were frozen. I'm even a little bit congested, and I'm sure it's because I did the alfresco dining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then traveling, walking up and down. But no, Amsterdam really good. Greenwoods, Stone at Jacob, Winkle Forty Three. Yeah. And then we also went to another place called the Secret Garden. But unfortunately. <laughs> I can't speak to that experience. Why not, Malaka? I was indisposed. Okay. So, yeah, but I, they have this uh, prawn tempura, and I did taste that, and it was really good. My friend took it away for me, <laughs> secretly, because I didn't want to waste it. They don't let you take food away from oh. there. But they were really, really good. They have, like, a wagyu fried rice. and so it's Asian food? It's a Nikki style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki yeah, yeah. style food. So it's really fancy if, if you like aesthetics yeah. and stuff. Small really plate. pretty in there. Yeah, yeah, small plates, that kind of stuff. Um, but the little bit that I did have, I did enjoy. Um, so there's a few recommendations for Amsterdam. Nice. How was your week? What did you get up to whilst I was away? Did you miss me when I was gone? <laughs> <laughs> that clip from um, Shits and Gigs is the funniest thing we've ever experienced. There's another podcast, if you don't listen to it, you don't know about it, it's called Shits and Gigs. And the two hosts were saying... Do you miss when I'm not around? Yeah. <laughs> did you? So, did I? Um, yeah. No. Right, so what did you get up to? I went home from my parents' house mm-hmm. while you were away. And that's my definite food highlight of the week. I went home to my daddy and my daddy made me cold milk porridge. And I ate it like, like the three little bears at Goldilocks. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I sent you a picture of my feet when I, I saw swinging. it. <laughs> Your toes were like... It was so good. Um, went to see my parents, had a little chill weekend. And one of the other food highlights, Cornwall porridge, for anyone who doesn't know, is a... Jamaican? Can I say Jamaican? Yeah, they probably have other places. Breakfast? But yeah, it's a Jamaican cornmeal yeah, porridge. Yeah, which is... Like a staple breakfast. Yeah, it's literally cornmeal porridge. Like, it's yeah. exactly what you're imagining, exactly what it is. It's cinnamon, nutmeg, condensed milk. Um, we do it with oat milk. Mm-hmm. Even though the condensed milk is dairy, but the bulk of it... Yeah, that's what I do. Oat milk is <laughs> Yeah, the bulk of it yeah. is at least non-dairy. And I don't know how to make it, because why would I? Why would I learn to make it? And then my dad wouldn't make it for me, you know? Do you so, have it with crackers, hard dough breads? Cream crackers. I love it with hard dough bread. About, about bread. 10 crackers. Yeah. But, like, layer by layer. Do so you push keep, them in? No, I crumble them on top. Oh, OK. Like, just, I just literally snap, snap, snap yeah. as they're falling. And then once I've eaten off of that layer... Yeah. More. Layer by layer by layer. No, see, I want. I don't mind if they go under. I don't mind that, but because I have to eat round the surface, by the time I get to the last one, is you know, get a mix of textures. You know how it's. Yeah. I don't understand the digestive cornmeal. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I think they're too sweet. They're just going to be too sweet. bread with butter. The yeah, butter but, against the cornmeal porridge. I need but it once, now. once, <laughs> oh. once you've had the hard dough bread and cornmeal porridge, is that's your day finished, surely? 
Oh, because you meant the Jugo Sweet? Yeah, porridge goes through me. So It goes through me yeah. too, but the hardo bread doesn't go through me. No, it doesn't, and it's clearly it's not gluten-free. Yeah, so, but back in the day, I did love that. I'd like, dip it. I, I need it. I love that. Oh, God. I need to get to Jamaica. That's a whole other thing. Another food highlight while I was with them, I actually popped into um, Outlet Centre, the Braintree Outlet Centre, and they branded me. They have a lint store in the outlet. Oh, is that where you picked up Yeah, the and they have a Cadbury store in the outlet. So I picked up these new um, double chocolate lint Lindor truffles. Like, this is a typical truffle that you see. The packaging is, like, burgundy. I showed it to the Sunder and Salt story, but I'll post it again by the time this, this episode goes up. And it's a milk and dark chocolate truffle with that, like, soft, melty filling. So I think the casing is milk and then the middle is dark. And it's nice. Well, I just... I didn't even get it. Oh, okay. I didn't even get it. Even though they're now at the center, the prices are not pricing. Okay. Um, but I was just like, right... <laughs> What, for Christmas? Just generally, like, okay. I don't like to buy... I'm not a chocolate person, I'm a white chocolate yeah. person. But I just thought, hmm, this is nice. But okay. you know what I do want? You know how they have the lint, like, the pick-your-own kind of things? Yeah. They've got a matcha one, did you know? Uh, t- do you know what? I'm not really a chocolate person. Oh, you're not? Yeah, you're no. not very sweet, too. Yeah, my food highlight of the week kind of revolves around being at my parents. and Lovely. How cute. This week, yes, it's not really a cute conversation. <laughs> this, this week is not You're running this back. You're running this back. So this week we are going to be sharing our controversial food opinions. 2023, 2023 edition. Q1 2023 edition. <laughs> this we might change. Be again. Yeah. <laughs> part two, at least. If you haven't heard um, controversial food opinions, part one, that is season one, episode six. So just scroll back through the episodes and you can see that one there. That I think is the one that Melissa wrote up in the yeah. She was onto us for that episode and she's on to us about the um the all-purpose seasoning yeah, that one yeah, really yeah. <laughs> that episode if you haven't listened yeah. to is episode five which is salt and the curse of all-purpose seasoning so if you're new around here which you might be those are two great episodes to jump back into yeah. to pick up the kind of pick up where you left off yeah. with what we're saying now so what 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 you got what what right. what have you got Malachi? right i've been thinking about this for a long time <laughs> and as you guys know don't know if you didn't know, I am Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm something. Wow. Yeah, if you didn't know, I know it's a shock. It's right? a shock. Yeah. One thing that really gets me going, it really grinds my gears, is when people don't know the difference between mutton and goat meat. And when they yeah. serve me curry mutton and label it curry goat. Yes. Goat meat comes from goats. <laughs> mutton comes from sheep. It is lamb, old lamb, essentially. That is what it is. It's an old lamb. And therefore, it tastes different. It has a different smell. It has a different flavour. And when it's curried, mm-hmm. it tastes similar, but it's not the same. They are not the same. They are not the same. <laughs> that is it. They're not the same. And I really get tired when people, yeah, it's got curry goat going. And I can taste the that old sheep. Cur- I can taste that. It's, I can taste it. Do you know what I mean? I personally... I can I taste prefer, the old sheep. I can taste the old sheep. I personally prefer goat meat. On Twitter recently, some people were saying they prefer the taste of mutton. Goat sometimes is too goaty. Yeah. If you've... Um, it's got more the, of a red meat flavour. Yeah, I prefer the, the, the taste of goat, but not when it's too old. So, or if it's not ram goat. If you've ever gone to like a, a funeral in Jamaica, if you've ever had managed water, I think that's a conversation yeah. for another day, is. which is a goat's head soup. And it's typically made with ram goat. And for a funeral, they'll kill the goat. Yeah. They'll ma- manage water for, yeah, like, yeah. when you come from the service. And then they will curry the rest of the goat. Yep. That has a very, very pungent flavour. 
I love manish water, but curry goat with ram goat ram is goat. not really my thing. However, whatever goat meat they're selling up at Eddie's Meat Market, <laughs> fantastic. I shout love out that. To, shout <laughs> out to Eddie. Eddie. Eddie's Meat Market in Edmonton, 4th Street. I really like that. And I prefer curry goat to curry mutton. Right. Right. Um... I cannot disagree with you. Yeah. I, I can't say I would know the difference between what goat ram and which which gender yeah. goat I'm eating. <laughs> Trust me, you can t- if I if I cooked all three for you. But don't get me wrong, I can yeah. probably tell the difference as in I can tell they're different things, but off the yeah. top of my head upon reflection, I can't be like, oh yeah, I ate that that day. Oh, okay. But there's definitely you just brought back some other traumatic memories of the goats arriving. <laughs> At my house yeah. in Jamaica, and the goats didn't leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely one funeral where I watched a goat get humanely really? slaughtered. Yeah, yeah Jordan and slaughtered. They they look after them as they best as possible. Them. But I, I remember we went uh, to I can't remember. I think it was my dad's cousin's, um, and he had a goat for us. And we got there. The goat was smiling at me. <laughs> he was so happy. And then they killed him. And I could hear, hear him you crying. You could hear him crying. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I, didn't, I didn't eat curry goat for about two years. Oh, after no, that, I, really I, ate, I ate curry goat that day. Seriously, I didn't eat it. I literally, I cried. I couldn't. You know what? <laughs> it was, I, had, I had to disconnect myself. So yeah. I, it was my grandma's funeral. I knew the goat was arriving. I goat was hung out in the back, back, back of the house. And the funeral like was coming back to the house. Yeah. So we've gone, and obviously while we've been gone. The butchery and everything. Okay. So I heard it die. I watched it hang. Yeah. But then it, it becoming my dinner, I didn't see that happen. Okay. Whereas one time we were in Jamaica and my aunt just pulled out an entire chicken from the freezer. With the feathers on it? No, no. Like, oh, okay. pulled. Like, you know when you buy a rubber chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a rubber chicken. The entire chicken from the freezer. Yeah. Because she has dogs. Isn't like she'll then remove the bits so she doesn't want, yeah. and obviously, but you can just freeze the whole thing because you are going to use the whole thing yeah. today. Like the dogs are going to eat what you're not going to eat, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. But I was just like, right, we're in Jamaica, <laughs> right? Yep, yeah, I'm is, home. This is, yeah, we're home. This is Jamaica. <laughs> but um, I like curry goat. I like curry mutton. I probably do prefer curry goat. The thing, I, the, my beef with curry goat, my beef with any like chopped meat situation yeah. is when the meat has been chopped but the blo- bone is splintered. Well, that's a bad butcher. I know what you yeah. mean. When yeah, the when the bone, bone is splintered, splintered yeah. in whichever, whichever, wherever you're going to serve me, yeah. please. It needs to be a clean cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it needs to be a clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be a clean cut. Yeah. My friend had that issue when she moved to a less, less ethnic area Yeah. because the Asian butchers yeah but the non-asian butchers chop yeah so the the, the british butchers yeah that's why they have such chunky bits of oxtail yeah of massive yeah. so it was oxtail and she said oh never again never again the bone was all split and then i had to take an axe to it in the kitchen yeah. and just to get it down so there's definitely a, a difference but please just don't splinter the bone yeah no I, I definitely agree but like i said Curry mutton and curry goat are not the same. And if, you're, if you've got mutton meat, you have to be careful. Some, I don't know if they still do it now, but definitely when I was growing up, some butchers would sell mutton because mm. it was cheaper and goat wasn't as popular. Right. I think goat meat, as you know, the, the um, ethnic minority proportions have increased in the UK. I think they're probably slinging more goat meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're shifting a bit more. But yeah, they used to sell you mutton as goat meat and you could taste a difference. It's different. Don't give me no curry mutton and tell me it's curry goat because I'll send it back. <laughs> what's yours okay my first one is around fast food this might get okay. com- this might get people triggered okay i don't care fast food 
Waffles. Yeah. Prawns. <laughs> macaroni cheese. And deep fried Oreos. Should not be in the same box. Sometimes they're not even deep fried, they're crumbled on Whatever. Top. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The, 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 the trap house, the trap house people them. Yeah. That food in the polystyrene box. In fact, don't serve me food in no polystyrene box. But it's a take. Some of them are takeaways. They don't serve them, serve them in a polystyrene box in a restaurant, do they? I don't know. So when you want a takeaway, you want it in a glass container. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> no, but isn't I want like I want like either the foil based one yeah. with the like paper lids like you'd get old school Chinese style. Yeah. Or the like, plastic container with the plastic lid. I don't want the yellow polystyrene. Do you know what? I don't mind the wrap up in cling film. I don't mind it. When when I was getting my Jamaican bits and bobs and it's oh God. because the other day, I'm not gonna say who, but they used to serve me food in a polystyrene. You, box. you can say who, you put it on Twitter, I saw it. Oh did I? Yes. Round Brown eagle. eagle. Yeah, the portion size has reduced dramatically and the price has increased and I get it. We're in an economic crisis. Food inflation is at an all-time high. Right. But not at my expense, I'm sorry. So I just, I can never order it again. Okay. Have you ever ordered the waffles, blobs? Have you ever done the whole hard um, drop trap kitchen-esque type thing? I've never done one of the ones where you're just kind of... Parked all, up. Parked up, yeah. I've, I've actually never done it. I did at one point. I think it was Patwa Food back in the day. She was, I, I think she might still be big on Instagram. I don't know. Her no food idea. did look good and I wanted to try it. But the whole pre-ordering my food in advance thing can't be bothered with it it's just yeah the supply chain of that doesn't really do you know what <laughs> I mean? suit me i had intentions and i just never went through with it i have been to trap kitchen <laughs> no point pretending that we don't know there's a restaurant <laughs> i have been to trap kitchen i went to the one in south london and separately mm-hmm. it's fine but the the sweet chili lobster tail with the, with the bang everything. bang shrimp and then the waffle with the oreo crumbled on top on the side I just don't get it. In one and box. It, it could be separate. I think I'd rather have that with ice cream. My friend, she loves it. I don't know why. Do they eat it together? Some people do. Or she will have all the saving bits and then straight after I have the sweet part. But for me, especially because I'm not a dessert person, yeah, it just, it throws me off. However, having said that, I am a big person of having like egg, sausage, fruit, Pancakes. Yeah, right? no, that's different. That's in your house. Is it because not... there's no seafood on it? Number one, there's no seafood on it. Number two, I'm not eating it in my car. Number three, it's not in a polystyrene box. Number four, the cutlery's not plastic. Like, it's just a lot. There's just a lot it's about the whole concept. experience. It's a whole experience. I don't. I just don't like yeah. it. And I and I really do see how it's come from. Like, I feel like it was bigger in America before it's bigger yeah. here. It was sensationalized online that a lot of people were doing this because this is this is my biggest gripe of all gripes in the whole entire world. Okay. The food safety and standards that we have here are different yeah. to those in America. And um, ours are better. Ours are safer. Yeah. So I think our model, or the UK the UK people who kind of started setting up these kitchens were copying what they could see was being done over there without actually checking that they should be doing it here. But do you think um, having a prawn and lobster alongside a waffle is a health and safety Listen, food violation? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a health and safety food violation, but okay. I'm saying it's the the quantity of them like there was a massive bbc panorama campaign oh, yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, people the just pandemic, doing their kitchen but people just popping up food yeah, vendors yeah. and then you run out to a car and give it to the people then wrapped up reheated at what no temperature yeah because that concept of like okay so you're serving me food in this box how are we guarantee that temperatures of the food in this box if you're serving me dessert seafood macaroni cheese i know they weren't cooked together so yeah. they've been heated up individually and then put in this box and then wrapped up and then given to me to be honest, it was never really, never my concern. I'm, I'm, I think I'm more concerned about the um, 
the meal, like the actual everything, meal. everything about it. Yeah, but that kind of yeah, yellow bo- yellow box meal. I can't. I don't. I don't mind the yellow box meal. You see that when you use box food. I don't mind a box food. And when I go to Jamaica, I have a nice polystyrene box full of fresh fried chicken. That's different. How is it different? It's box food. Number one, the boxes are white there. They are, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the boxes in they are. are white. They are white. And the cups of the managed water come in as well. The polystyrene, they are white. they're yeah. white. With the plastic so lids. Very different, yeah. Okay? And the peanut porridge. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but they are white. I don't know, maybe it's just... It's a, it's, it's a controversial food opinion. Yeah, fair enough. Controversial. I don't, I don't think they need to be on the same plate. I think they're tired and they need to, they need yeah. to go. However, some people love them. And if you love it, I like it. If, I, if you like it, I love it, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Personally, it's, it's not it's not a bit of me. me. I don't I don't get it. I don't see why there needs to be a waffle with crumbled Oreo next to a lobster tail. And I've already spoken on how I feel about <laughs> lobster tails that are sitting inside the shell. I just think it's a nonsense. What you got next then? Right. So this is probably something that I'm blaming social media for this one. Okay. I'm blaming some of these um, plant based vegan influencers, fruit influencers, <laughs> etc. It is. There's a lady on um, Twitter that is a fruit influencer or something okay. like that. Dragon fruit is an, it's the most nonsense fruit going. It's pretty for nothing. It's pure vibes. It's, pu- it's like the height of aesthetic, of food aesthetic. So it's like a pink bulb with kind of these like layered pink petal leaves. Yes, like as an exterior. Pretty. Very pretty. And inside, when you slice it open, it's a white flesh. Yes, with black seeds. Black seeds. Yes. Okay. So you've got that like pink purple exterior. Yep. Then it's white, like stark white. It is beautiful. It's very beautiful, but it tastes like niche. <laughs> it tastes like nothing. I remember when I bought one, I thought, ooh, I just, I could imagine all these amazing flavours in my brain. And I love mangoes. So I'm the flavours are melting on my tongue. Literally, <laughs> that's what I thought. And it tasted like nothing. And I see people on, on the internet opening dragon fruits and talking about dragon, dragon fruit this, dragon fruit that, dragon fruit. Dragon fruit sorbet <laughs> would taste like ice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it would taste like... like so, are we sure that you didn't get, like, an unripe one no, or whatever? I've had it. We're talking about it, and even they said it tastes like nothing. I'm quickly looking up the health benefits of a dragon fruit. Maybe that's what the health... What do you call them? Fruit fluencers. Fruit... Yeah, fruit fluencers. <laughs> the fruit fluencers are saying, apparently the health benefits of dragon fruit are antioxidants, keeps the kidney clean, builds strong bones, high you know fibre, you know rich in vitamin A, good for your skin, soothes your nerves... Oh yeah, so this one I knew cures constipation because maybe you're right. I saw a fruit, maybe I saw a fruit fruit fluencer on TikTok recently saying that um, there's a yellow dragon fruit, so yeah. se- same structure of fruit, like this kind of weird little petal look about it. Um, and she said that this is the seeds, the black seeds. You're really screwing up your face because I'm reading people talk about the flavor of it, and I mean maybe I just get. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'll let you finish. I'm let you finish. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Apparently, it's the seeds that are a natural laxative. Um, you shared that about aubergine as well, didn't you? So yeah. it means the seeds in the aubergine, because aubergines do actually have like, like those minuscule seeds. seeds. Yeah. Um, apparently protects the heart and enriches them in vitamin C, but go on. So story? apparently, according to the internet, um, it's beautifully sweet. <laughs> That's a lie. And similar in texture to kiwi flesh. Something akin to a mashup of kiwi, a pear, and a watermelon. Translation, very delicious. However, I've scrolled further and it said, underripe dragon fruit, on the other hand, is basically flavourless. So maybe the dragon fruits that I tried, because I tried on more than one occasion, because we are in the UK Mm. and they will pick fruit early 
so that it can ripen, ripen on yeah. the journey. Um, maybe, maybe it didn't have much flavour. However, and then actually, maybe the other people that I'm, you know, kind of complaining with and, and rubbing shoulders with, yeah, having in your little echo chamber. Yeah, but where is it from? Where where is um, it best? South America, I believe. Mm. But um, I think the reality of it is, even if it tastes good at a point in time. For how it looks, yeah. the flavour is not the flavour's not there. Yeah. To be honest, even so what did you say it's supposed to be a mash between a watermelon and a pear and that's kiwi. the flavour that's been described. Because even those three are not very strong in flavour. It's it's alright. It says also known as pitaya, um, yeah. yeah, or strawberry pear. Uh, oval shaped, vibrantly coloured, tropical fruit, sweet and creamy yet crunchy flesh can be scooped and snacked on. Native to Central America, but now dragon fruit is ripe. Dragon fruit is grown, harvested, and enjoyed worldwide. So they're lying. Yeah, yeah. I think it's overhyped. I agree with you, and I think it's 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 aesthetics. That's yeah. why I think people actually have it more than yeah. anything. I mean, mango is there. Mango is better. It is mango can mango can be a struggle though, like yeah. especially the range of mangoes. I feel like me and you can love mango to the point of doing a whole episode on it. But yeah. the different the different types of mangoes yeah. have different flavors and mango. different yes <laughs> and different experiences. Yeah. I like this. This is probably gonna annoy you. Go on. The, the only mangoes that I like are the ones with the hairs that get stuck in your teeth. Oh god, I can't stand you that. See, I knew it. That literally makes I knew me it. sick. I knew it. That's I knew that's why it. I don't I eat mango off the seed. Oh, no. that's the thing. That's my favorite thing. No. My favorite thing. Back to Jamaica is literally give me a mango, give me a knife. That's it. Yeah, I peel back the skin and I'll just eat it off the mango. I'm cutting and I will, off the seed. I will suck that. Se- I will literally drag. <laughs> I will Are drag the, the hair. I've got every- too much PTSD <laughs> of like when it, I'd be out and I'd have mango and it get stuck and then I'd just spend I my whole evening focused on the hairs. I know until I could get floss to get it out. Don't like that. I love Martin it. Martin Spencer's oh god, <laughs> mango. Love it. It is economic crisis. I'm not buying it. <laughs> but I do like my suspenses pre-cut mango. Yeah. Okay. And I think their mangoes come from like South Africa some at some point of the year. Can't remember, but I love them. My um I have I have a fruit. I have a fruit one. Okay. Um papaya. Yeah. Tastes of dirt. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Papaya tastes of actual soil. Papaya and beetroot taste the same and it tastes of dirt and soil. And I've eaten papaya at all seasons from every country in the world because my dad is a papaya addict. My dad will eat probably about four papayas a week. So he likes bananas? He likes papaya. Any fruit. I've told you, this man, there's not a fruit on this planet that that, that man has forced the us to the eat. Mato cake. The matoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he will have papaya like probably every day, most days. Really? Yeah. So there's not a season that you can't tell me that, oh, maybe the one you tried with... I've tried them all. Yeah. Okay? I've been forced <laughs> to eat them all. And they're horrible. And I don't... I wouldn't say they taste like dirt. Oh. It's not my top... It's not my top fruit. Sometimes what it used to taste like to me is almost almost like vomit, as if I'd, like... Exactly. ...heaved in my it's mouth. Awful. But I think it depends on... And it smells funny. It does smell funny. It does smell funny. It smells funny. Yeah, it smells because... like when a baby's been sick yeah because you know what it is there's two there's well there's three food smells that i actually cannot stand one is the inside of a pumpkin i don't know what it is but when you crush like <laughs> open up a, a squash or like a pumpkin yeah there's like a smell like when you were like scraping out the seeds there's a smell that comes about that can literally make me heave cannot stand it okay second smell is the burnt rice pot once if the, if the really? rice pot is burnt what it's like it activates when you run the water into yeah, the pot the steam that smell out. yeah oh my god literally i just want it i just can't and i think that's why it took me so long to cook rice because the first few times yeah. rice pot got burnt and i was like forget it 
never mind. <laughs> never mind. I can't keep going yeah. through this. And papaya, like papaya, it has that smell. It has a sickly smell. But I think it has that pumpkin, something about those seeds as well. They're just so round. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like perfectly round. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah so they look round. like little like eggs. Yes. Yeah. They look like they little look eggs. Like eggs. And they're like gooey, they're little slime. And I think papaya is disgusting. I don't say I agree or disagree. It's not my favourite fruit. When it's mixed up, when it's like in a juice or if it's like mixed up into something in a small quantity, I don't mind it. But it's one thing I just kind of used to avoid when I was younger. My dad likes papaya as well. Papa. (laughs) Papa. Yeah. I just don't like that. It's probably not as controversial as papaya. I feel like people have a love for papaya. But melon. What? Gotta go. What melon? Which one? All of them. Like it is decaying in the fridge because the air is getting to it. 
and it's I think also so weird. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't the, like it. One thing I really do not agree or believe in is when food is uncovered in the fridge because fridge, fridge food, like things can taste the fridge. Yeah, it tastes like fridge. Like yeah. things get stained <laughs> by the actual yeah. taste of fridge, and things that are uncovered in the fridge can stain other things. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I've done this before, whereby when you use your crisper drawer. If I've got like half an onion or something, like if it's veg and it's veg, I'll put it back in the drawer. Yeah. But then say something else is open. Once that onion is cut and is in that drawer. Yeah. That's it. Everything is now an onion. <laughs> yeah. The carrots are onion. Ch- chocolate cake tasted <laughs> like onion. Like, everything you. is an onion. So now I, I just have a food bag that I always have mm-hmm. that I just put the onion in rather than having yeah. to wrap it every time. So at least it's separate. Yeah. But a hundred percent things end up tasting in the fridge and other other foods can stain other other foods in the fridge and also i feel like once you put a, a vessel that big in the fridge especially if you're a putting vessel it, it is <laughs> yeah. but it's massive pots the way that they are sitting in the fridge is 100 percent disrupting how cold the fridge can get yeah yeah that's that, like it's like when you put food when they say you should let your food cool, cool down first it in, it's yeah, because 100%. it's not because the food becomes all poisonous it's because you're disrupting the temperature of the yeah fridge. the fridge and the food yeah. if you cool the food too rapidly yeah. that's that's a different conversation yeah but i really really do believe even when i have stuff in the fridge that's blocking the light i'm like mm, the yeah. functionality of this fridge is being affected <laughs> i'm like yeah the fridge cannot be be cold enough properly opening the fridge too much as well like, yeah. just, it's not these are not good practices but yeah i think i think I think the big families might have something to say to you about that one, Malika, because people do. Wait, it. I know a lot. I know a lot of uh, people my age that do it. I've got a couple of friends. I've seen them do it. <laughs> I've told them about it. I've mm. seen them do it, and I know. I've seen a lot of guys do it laziness. as well. It's laziness. Yeah, they cook, and then they'll just be pulling food from that pot for the next few days, and I'm just like, that rice is turning. <laughs> that rice is turning, and rice is actually very dangerous. The, the biggest culprit of food, food poisoning. poisoning yeah. yeah spores start to grow very quickly in rice so yeah you have to be super careful one thing that i've seen done and i was like you know suddenly i'm not very hungry <laughs> is, is when i've seen a pot be pulled out of the fridge and then the whole pot be reheated really but it's still not finished and then it's just being reheated and reheated and reheated well i don't know i only saw it get reheated once but the fact that it wasn't the first time made me think hmm <laughs> <laughs> like the pot was not full, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, right. Yeah, yes. It's been reheated today. Has the bottom of this pot been reheated before? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm actually not very hungry. Yeah. I'm actually fine. Yeah, listen, sometimes I think I, I don't think people always care for their fridge. And I, I don't think people always understand that the fridge is for safety. That, yeah. that like the invention of a fridge. <laughs> Was for food and for preservation. Yeah. yeah, food safety and preservation. So you have to look after your fridge. That also means cleaning your fridge. Yes. And if there is a scent coming from the fridge... Don't just keep closing the yeah. fridge. Yeah. <laughs> it might be best you give it a clean and also think about some of your practices, yeah. like not leaving food exposed in, in the, the fridge. fridge. Decaying food in the fridge mm-hmm. as well. Vegetables that are like literally melting in the bottom of the fridge, all of that kind of stuff. It ha- like, and it happens. It does happen. So it when happens. you're putting food in the fridge uncovered, yeah. you're doing too much now. Do you know what I mean? I think that, I just think it needs to stop. It just needs to stop. I agree with you. And I would say one more thing on this is I also, and I've, I, see, the thing is I get it, but I don't get it. What's that? Just the food being left out. Like, Inside. yeah, just like it just being left. So it's not in the fridge. You, like overnight? Or? Yeah, or like, oh, I've left it in the oven. I was in the oven for you. Like, I've left it in the oven. Oh, but that's if the person's going to come back and eat it today. Yeah, but sometimes they don't. Oh, well, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a risk. After, before you go to bed, you just put it, put it in away. In the fridge, yeah. yeah. 
I don't need food overnight in my microwave. I'll no. leave it there. Like, if I've cooked breakfast... If I'm not trying to clear the spaces, I'm yeah. like, I just got to put it... It's got to go somewhere, but it's not going anywhere else. It, it has to be really eaten literally today, like in the next yeah. few hours or something like that. So. Okay. Interesting. We're agreeing a lot on this one. I know. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to agree on the next one. Actually, we might, because you're not really... You're not a very sweet person. Um, now, tell that is not nice. I don't agree. Sorry. <laughs> That lasted long. Don't agree. Sorry. Nutella is not nice. No, Nutella is nice, but it's not healthy. They positioned they positioned it as something healthy. Some kind of breakfast spread. Yeah, it's not healthy. It's not healthy, but Nutella slash Nutella. Apparently, Nutella is actually the way you're supposed to say it. Is a chocolate and hazelnut spread. I fell out of love with Nutella a while ago, maybe when I started baking, maybe even before that, when I realised that it was um well the company that uses it uses palm oil, non-sustainable palm oil, should I say? Okay. Um, refined, unsustainable palm oil because yeah. palm oil is red and Nutella is evidently not. Uh-huh. Um, and I was just like, oh, right, whatever. But I've actually tried it in recent years. Like, we use it at work a lot. And I was like, it's just dry. No. It's such a dry spread. And when you put it on toast or like on something else, it's, just, it's not giving. Do you know why I'm, I'm just struggling go on, go on, to get defend it? it because defend it. it's not even that I'm defending it, but I just find it, I just find it a bit funny that you don't like Nutella but you like Biscoff spread. Biscoff spread is dry. Are you mad? It is dry. Are you crazy? It is dry. It, I'm not saying it doesn't taste good, but Nutella at least has the oil. Biscoff spread is no, dry. No, but it doesn't. It's just like, the, it's like as it's going from my mouth, it's like the hazelnut. Oh, it, okay. It's like it hazelnut be, and cocoa powder. It can my be a bit is, thick. It's like eating a wall of cotton wool. No. Biscoff spread is dry. Oh, it's not. Yes, it is. Biscoff spread is dry, but I do like Nutella. I love the flavour of Nutella. I like... Nutella. Yeah. I don't eat it as much as I used to because I used to eat Nutella like crazy on toast. When I had to give up toast temporarily because of the gluten, <laughs> I just there was nothing for me to put Nutella on. But Nutella on like toast, I even kick it up a notch and add it on some salted butter and then the Nutella. Was oh yeah, that's the thing as well. Yeah. Nutella is not a butter replacement if you're no, using it. You need not. butter. You do. It just it just adds some yeah. Jenny Saquon. But no, I do. I love. I like Nutella. I just don't eat it as much as I as I used to when I was younger. No, I cannot get with. But Nutella. I can't take Nutella out and replace it with Biscoff spread. Okay. Yeah. No one asked you to. How about that? Well, I'm talking about you. Well, no, no, we're not talking about me. We're talking <laughs> this about. Is your we're talking yeah. about the general consensus on what's best for the people of this pla- planet and podcast. Nutella's got to go. Really. And, um, what, and you know what it is as well? Because because I stopped using Nutella as a product like for my, yeah. my produce. I would put Nutella so that people would like order it because that's a flavour that they're familiar with. But I would just make hazelnut chocolate ganache and I would use that instead. Right, so you send us streams. Yeah. <laughs> um, because chocolate and hazelnut as a flavour profile is, I, is good. Like for a Rocher. I was going to say for a Rocher. That's good. But I don't Nutella, like Ferrero Rocher though. Either. Right, so it's you. You're the problem. No, because as a whole, all the nuts, I used to like just eat the middle, I think it is, which is the hazelnut. The hazelnut, yeah. yeah. But you see, like, the outside... The, the crusty nut crust. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, you're wrong for that still. Okay. Um, so the flavour profile is excellent. The product is not. Right. I like Nutella. I haven't had it in a long time, so I don't know if the quality has declined. But back in the day, I did enjoy it. I did see mm. a um, reel the other day. It was a West African content creator, and she was talking about... Palm, palm oil, oil. Yeah, which yeah, was really yeah. interesting, yeah. And she was just talking about how they obviously use a lot of palm oil in Nigeria um, and just why there is so much stigma around palm oil. Yeah. But it's the, the, the companies that are manufacturing it at yeah, scale. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think it affects orangutans. And yep. 
that kind of on stuff. On my first podcast iteration, if you've been yeah. here a while, Table for Two, actually, when I did an episode with Lope, uh-huh. um, Lope Ario, she has a cookbook called Hibiscus, um, and she's just a supper club. She's had her hands in various pots, but we were specifically talking about um, products of West Africa, and we were talking about the palm oil production, and we were also talking about the, is it the cola nut? Okay, yeah. And how, basically, yeah, the, the commercialization of two like brands, yeah. Coca Cola being obviously the biggest one, and then things like Nutella. They use the Coca Cola name. Well, they well, they, yes, but no. So we're just basically talking about how the commercialization of certain brands has made the um, process of producing these things just go off the rails. Yeah. yeah. Like palm, yeah. literally. Like, all right, we've got to clear this field. Yeah. We need, need coconuts yeah. over there. We need palm oil over here. But um, it's so destructive. It's so destructive. Yeah. But the more popular that things like Nutella become. Um, yeah, maybe we could do an episode on palm oil because I think it's a very interesting conversation, and people probably don't realize how many instances, how many places it crops up. Yeah, and that it's not bad. Like actual palm oil has a time and a place within mm-hmm. the cultural, the cooking. Like I said, it should. It's red. Nutella yeah. is not red. So as soon as you hit, as soon as you find that, something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> something's wrong. But um, yeah, Nutella, gotta go. In terms of the ethics. I hear you. In terms of the flavour, <laughs> I don't hear you, but I don't really buy I don't really buy Nutella, so it's kinda of neither here nor there to me, but I do think it tastes good. Fine. Mm-hmm. Have you got any others? Right. That was three for three, but yeah. I feel like you've got on the tip of your tongue. I've got one more. <laughs> Go on. Coarse black pepper is different from cracks black pepper. And if you're cooking with coarse black pepper, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? When I see recipes and there's like these big fat pepper chunks going in, I just, I hate coarse black pepper. I cannot stand it. I think it's I like it. Coarse black pepper? Are you joking? I think I like it. Are you serious? I think so. I can't stand it. I think like, it's horrible. Like cacio e pepe pepper. No, because you make cacio e pepe pepper pasta. <laughs> pasta, with yeah. Cracked black pepper. Like fresh. Yes. So cracked black pepper is different. Because it's irregular. Yes. So some bits are chunky. No, that's the thing, (laughs) Harley. Cracked black pepper is different from just coarse black pepper. Coarse black pepper, you buy it in a supermarket. It's already pre-ground, basically. And it's pretty uniform, the pepper speckles. And it's just chunky. And because it's already been cracked, it doesn't really taste like much to me. Yeah, it, that, it loses a lot of the essence and the flavour. Oh! Yes. Uh, Cracked black pepper, you do in the moment, generally. You either use yeah, a mortar I've or... I googled. I see what you're saying. You use a grinder yes. to, to crack the black pepper. So coarse black pepper is coarse, it's chunky, but it's uniform. Yes. Yeah, I, I yeah, see it's, it's, you know. it's okay. cracked mechanically, basically. Yes, 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 yes. yes, And because it's cracked in advance, it starts to lose its essence quite quickly through the supply chain. And by the time it gets to you... All it adds is heat, but not much flavour. And the flavour yeah. of black pepper is actually quite nice. It's more than just the heat. This is the one I recognise. Oh, it's taking me to Amazon. This Costco. Kirkland. Yeah. <laughs> this Costco, Costco one. I don't yeah. think you've had it. Um, ooh. Mmm. E. So I like chunky black pepper when yes. it's called for, aka cacio pepper style stuff. And you know what else I like? I like whole peppercorns in dishes sometimes. Really? Like if it's supposed to be. So there's like, like you know what? Corn sauce. Well, yeah, but I don't need stick. I don't need that okay, kind of thing. So but I've had stuff like that where whole black peppercorns are in it, um, and I like that. 
or like there's like a shrimp shrimp what am i saying shrimp for there's a prawn dish at the, um the portuguese place that i said we need to go to yeah and it's like a gambas picante mm-hmm. type thing and it's got whole peppercorns in it and you actually chew on them yeah but they're not black peppercorns they're like red peppercorns and stuff so it's like mixed peppercorns yeah okay but I mean, it's like peppercorns. Yeah, but it's, okay. up, it's up to you. They're like, quite fragrant. They're there. Yeah. So, like, if I'm eating the thing and I can get, like, a bit of the bread, a bit of the oil, a bit of the prawn, and I pick up a peppercorn, I'm not yeah. going to, like, find it in my mouth and to take it out. Okay. Whereas if I found a pimento seed, yeah, I need I to take it out. Pimento seed is... I need to take it out. a bit chunkier than, than peppercorn. I would say that. I'm surprised that your beef was, of course, black pepper because Why? my beef is with ground black no, pepper. absolutely love it. <laughs> you see, okay, you see when I'm seasoning food... I like ground dusty black pepper. You know, yeah, like calf black pepper. Um, no, that's different. So when <laughs> I so when I say like ground black pepper, I buy peppercorns. No, 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 and no, I no, put no, them no. in a grinder. That's not what I mean. No, and I grind, no, no, I grind no. them like as fine as possible. No, I'm talking about I the, know the you're dusty talking one. About. But again, I just think when it comes I'm to about like this one, the yeah. one that is fine grey dust, ashes to ashes, dust <laughs> dust. I think any like when it comes to peppercorns, I don't want to see that. When it comes, if you, you're better off just buying them whole. Yeah, I think when they're mechanically ground in either any way or fine, fine yeah. it's just it's a nonsense. And part of the problem is the seed is broken up, so the essence of the the peppercorn, the peppercorn. starts to get lost because spices don't really go off; they just lose potency yeah. over time. So you're better off buying whole peppercorns. Like I'll buy the ground mixed pepper, no, the mixed peppercorn seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sainsbury's. Yeah. And every so often, I will grind, grind some. Them. Yeah. And I'll use that. and then But I leave the whole peppercorns if I don't need them Yeah. For now. I have two... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We I, don't, I, don't, I don't like my sound effects. I've got two crunchy crunchies. <laughs> yeah. One is just black peppercorns and one is yeah. mixed peppercorns. Um, and then... I don't think I own the dusty kind of black pepper. I, I don't buy it, but I will grind up peppercorns What as is fine the as use of dusty black pepper? For me, seasoning. Right, where you want it to be uniform and yeah. even. Yeah, and when I just okay. want... Like, if I'm making curry go, yeah. I don't want to see these big black speckles of I black pepper. You. I want I my gravy to yeah, be yeah, smooth. Yeah, yeah. I, I want you. it to have a nice... What's that? that texture. Yeah, I Consistency. You. So, grind... Like, you know for me, for seasoning, that's when, that's when I use it. But, like, yeah. to finish off a pasta or something, mm-hmm. I definitely want it, like, cracked, chunky, fresh, not... The mechanically cracked. Okay. Stuff. Yeah, I don't want that. It's funny you should say that because I don't know if we got into this detail. I'm pretty sure we did on salt and the pep- and the curse of all purpose season yeah. when we were talking about types of salt because again the structure of the salt and the flavour of it is different. Yeah. The potency of it. So I agree with you. Like when I'm seasoning, which is a weird thing to say, but it's true. If you're seasoning your cookie dough, you need to make sure you're using fine sea salt so that it's uniformly yeah. mixed even though your preference might be molded and it might be your favourite yeah, salt, yeah. for the purpose of what you're doing... Yeah. Yeah, I get I get what you mean, that it has to be dusty. Yeah. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> but I get... It doesn't need to be that. See, they do that too, actually. When I go to the calf and I yeah. want to put pepper in my egg, and I... My eggs, sorry, my beans. Yeah. Because I'd be like that. <laughs> and I just see this dusty pepper. Oh, it makes me sad. Yeah, that, that is a, a next thing. I don't use that, but I will have my um, coffee grinder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll get it stacked. 
I will grind it longer yeah. when I want to have a certain amount for seasoning. Okay. But if I'm grinding up seeds because I want to put it on top of pasta, yeah. to finish off a dish. On an egg. Or anything, yeah, anything like that. So, yeah. like, even when I grind up my ground mixed peppercorns, because it's using a coffee grinder, mm. it can only go so fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so there's always... Pretty fine, bits, though. Yeah, but there's always bits of it that are more chunky mm. than others. So when I'm, like, sprinkling it on my egg... I would like just get the little chunky bits, but yeah, then yeah. I will like I might, I might mix it up a little bit more if I'm trying to season something yeah. to get the finer parts of it. But yeah, you see, coarse right, any. Do you know what coarse fine ground black pepper in general? Forget it. Just get the peppercorns. Yeah. And grind it up. Invest in a coffee grinder if you can, or a pestle and mortar. Yeah. Or just a, 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 a chuchu. A, a, so a that it, yeah, it's true. It grinds as you use it. That's yeah. what I have, and I just buy the one from um, Schwartz. Yeah. But every now and then they break. So I like to just buy it and then refill it with whole peppercorns mm-hmm. until the thing breaks. Do you know a good place to get things like that from? Um, Pound Stretcher. Really? Yeah, they've always got like some kind of X-Works stuff. Yeah. To be there. honest, everyone, every retailer has yeah. one. Salter, the people who typically make scales, yeah, yeah. they have really nice grinders, yeah. um, which are for, salt, for rock salt and whole yeah. peppercorns. But... Yeah, okay. I didn't I didn't expect you to have a big beef with that, but I was really really, really upsets me. Speaking of that coffee grinder for spices, um I know this from secondhand experience. My mum's best friend who makes my garam masala, mm-hmm. she does that in her coffee and it's just for that. Yeah. Her grinder is that's just all to I, make fresh garam masala. Oh that's really? It. Yeah. I just use it for ground mixed peppercorns yeah. and also pimento seeds. Yes. Yeah, yes, pimento yes, seeds. Yes, that's another thing. I personally do not cook with whole pimento seeds. I the only I thing I will use whole pimento seeds for because I actually don't like what the ground pimento seeds does to it is akin saltfish. Because of the blackness, it can it can oh, make my akin saltfish a bit no. darker. You have to be yeah, really careful. It's hella black pepper as well. <laughs> but for everything else, I use ground pimento for like curry goat and stuff. And I just I think it it gives it a, a deeper flavour. Stew chicken, curry chicken, everything. Oh, honestly, because it's, I it's love it. deep. It's um. Or even distributed. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. everywhere. But I don't. I just, rice and peas. Why are we still putting whole pimento seeds in rice and peas? I just think it's so unnecessary. So unnecessary. When you bite into it, I hate it. I don't. I don't I, I just think that if you put a whole pimento seed in something, it has to be in something that you can take it out of. In rice and peas, it's lost. That's what. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I. I I don't agree but when I use it I'll do it like for a baked chicken dish where typically yeah. I'm going to take the chick once the chicken is out I'm taking the chicken out of the vessel so what will be left behind the parentheses will be left like yeah. with the onions or whatever so then again I can either strain that to make gravy out of it or yeah. leave it in but then it's gravy so it, it can always it can always come back out yeah fair but enough. yeah if I, if I think it's a kidney bean or a gungu pea yeah. and it's a <laughs> that's the worst Whole pimento seeds with gunga peas. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're in trouble. Or curry goat and it's lodged inside a bone or the meat. <laughs> a cracked bone from Yeah, a... you're in trouble. But yeah, that's my last one. What's your last one? No, that was me. I'm done. I, yeah. I feel like I had, a, I had a bit to add there on the on the on the peppercorns. Yeah. But um if you want more controversial opinions and you have a listen to our past episode, there is unpopular opinions. And also there is guilty pleasures. Yes. So this is not to be confused with guilty pleasures. Okay, this yeah. is this is when we're sending for the people then. Guilty <laughs> pleasures is when we're like, mm, this yeah. is stuff that I love. This is I love it. I love it. I love it. So we might actually weed up um, guilty pleasures again, but we'll put up a box on our stories and a poll on the Spotify version of this podcast. As always, share your controversial food opinions mm-hmm. with us. We want to know. 
Yeah. So we could probably rip you on air, but it's fine. <laughs> that's you, I mean. <laughs> people, people are wrong. People are wrong and strong out there, and we, that's what I, we're here that for. That don't like Nutella. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. What was that? I don't know. It's different, isn't it? Bye. Bye.